Okay, we got a text message when we were talking about funerals. John was talking about weddings. I was intrigued by a story I read about Robert Justin. He is the owner of Justin Funeral Home and Crematory in McHenry. And in response to our conversation, someone said, Hey, Lisa, I'm of Irish-American ancestry. I've been attending wakes since before I could walk. Liquor has always been present in the refreshment room of the funeral home. Of course, the funeral homes are owned and managed by Irish folks. Never do I recall any unruly behavior. I think it's always been available, like a bottle of wine or, you know, an Irish beer or something like that. Now it's becoming more of a trend. And Robert Justin is the owner of Justin Funeral Home and Crematory. And it's such a trend that now you would like to get a liquor license because you, I would imagine you want to manage the situation. Exactly the point. Uh, so, yeah, today we have a lot of people that will sneak a bottle into the lounge or they'll tailgate at their, their cars. And uh, it just leaves us in a, in a bad spot to manage uh, what's going on. Plus by being able to offer it, um, it allows us to kind of just have a, a different uh, vibe and feel in the place. It, it's, uh, we have several families that are asking us, um, you know, oh, I'm going to cremate and I'm, and I'll, I'll need to go somewhere more fun. And I say, well, what's more fun? They're like, well, we need to have food and drinks. And so we're kind of trying to stay with the trends of what people are looking for and asking for. You know what, Robert? You're right. I have seen people do what you call tailgating in the funeral home parking lot because I've been to funerals for a variety of people. And sometimes when it's somebody young and you get 20, 25-year-olds, they're like standing out there and then somebody has a beer and another person has a beer. And that's what I think most of us don't realize is that everybody approaches these things differently and... I know in my situation, you know, we we have the wake the night before. We all go to a family's home, one of our one of our family members. We gather, there's probably some, you know, wine or something. The next day, we have the mass and then after the mass, we go to a big restaurant or rent a facility and that's where, you know, it's a bagpiper and food and drink and everything and I read that the trend is changing where people are not burying people anymore. It's mostly cremation, at least. Did I read that it's 50% of people who are cremated in our state? It, it is. It's, uh, it, it, it's, and it's steadily growing. If, if you look at states uh, like Washington and along the coast, uh, west coast area, they're up to the 85, 90 percentile uh, rate for, for cremation. So it's a... Uh, it's a growing trend, and with cremation, people tend to have everything in one day, and so then they're reevaluating. Um, well, if we're just going to have a gathering and a small service, how do we um, make this work? Because a lot of times they want to have it in the evening, and so then that doesn't leave a lot of time to switch venues and go somewhere else. So hence, they are trying to combine that visitation and gathering time in with everything they get at a restaurant or banquet hall. Right. And so if you have a liquor license, you can manage it. Therefore, you would have a licensed bartender. At this point, I would imagine it's legal for people to bring in their own alcohol if they choose to do so. And if the funeral director says it's okay. Uh, that varies based on where you're at. Like in McHenry, they have a, a um, BYB 
license that you're supposed to have if you're going to openly invite alcohol in. Um, and so we, we currently don't have that. So it's, if someone uh, comes into our facility, we have to kindly ask them to, to put it away because it is a public area. Now, if someone chooses to not publish an obituary and not have a public gathering, then, you know, then it, it's considered a, a private event and they can have what they want. But uh, um, we have to educate our families. A lot of times when you do put the word out there for people in a newspaper or on a website or Facebook or whatever, it becomes a public event that uh, you have to fo- follow public uh, event rules at that point. And Robert, I will tell you, at my godfather's funeral, the party afterward, he was a big Irishman. There were people there who had never met him, but there's some older couples, and they go for the free food and the drinks. And they show up at funerals for people they don't even know. It's kind of like a game in Rockford, Illinois. But one last question, Robert, before I let you go. Robert Justin is the owner of Justin Funeral Home and Crematory. In the past, have you had people make this request? And do you have a space that is not where the casket would be located? Because John Williams is like, I can't imagine having a drink while there's an open casket. Uh, we do have a ha- have a space that we uh, uh, a large hospitality lounge that that we uh, we can we can do it in. And um, but uh, um, the, um, we've had families, uh, you know, openly request that. Um, you know, can we serve alcohol in the same room that an urn is sitting in? It, it's yeah. mainly the, the, the cremation trend is what is what's what's bringing on um, the request into the um, spotlight. In in that sense, it's uh, you know, there's always been, like you said, in the Irish community, um, some cultural traditions. Uh, you know, even with open open caskets and everything like that. But right. the cremation's really kind of changing consumer preferences. Well, thank you for joining us on the Lisa Dent Show. Good luck with getting that accomplished. Hey, we are talking racing coming up next. Graham Rahal is going to join us. I'm excited about this. There's something special coming to the CW Network. We'll tell you all about it. It has to do with the Indy 500. Text your racing friends right now. Tell them to turn on 720 WGN. But Mary's got to check on weather and traffic first.